Let's talk about Optic. I know you want to. I know you want to hear it. Um, Hector spilt. Well, what is it? The cool kids say now. Oh, Hector spilling the tea. Real journalism. That's right. Is he spilling tea? Is it spilling tea or drinking tea? I think he spilled tea, right? It's time for tea. It's pathetic. I fucking. I fucking hate hipsters. Um. So, let me let me tell you. This is this is pretty uh, long, actually. Why would you get rid of the people who you're not even who a real journalism? You. That's right. Um, and there's a lot to skip through and a lot to go through here. But remember, I told you um, uh, a while ago. I, I, I told you all that there was shit going on in regards to Hex behind the scenes that people don't know. Well, he started dropping little crumbs. A little, uh, you know, fucking trail to the gingerbread house of truth or whatever. If you want to go Hansel and Gretel all up on that bitch. Um, and it, it started today. Uh, and it was... Uh, Why would you get... Right, let me just turn it who, who got you the biggest... Because yeah. that, to me, would have been a definite, like... I, I, right. So there's a lot to go in here, but the eavesdrop podcast is like a podcast. So initially, I felt a little bit sorry for Hector because his breadcrumb trail was in lengthy content. And as a lengthy content creator myself, I know kids don't have an attention span. But what's the drama, Mr. Hector, sir? What's the drama, Mr. Hector, sir? That's all I care about. Where do I sign up for the drama, Mr. Hector, sir? What hashtag do I need to use, Mr. Hector, sir? Right? So when you're like that, right? Um, you know, I, and again, I, I, I don't want that fucking audience. I've done everything I fucking can to, to push that audience away. I tell everybody, they go, why don't you put timestamps in your videos, Richard? And then I can watch the bit where you say the words that I want you to say. And then when I hear them words, I can go on to Twitter and say, Richard Lewis said this, and that's all I need. Because I don't need context or any of the other stuff. Uh, so why don't you just do that? And I have to explain to the kids, um, I don't do that, right? Because that is fucking stupid. Um, I want you to understand a broader context. If it takes me 40 minutes to explain something, yes, I do have a particularly uh, a particular drawl when I talk, so I probably could cut that down to 25 or 30. Uh, I pause, you know, I collect my thoughts, I, I, I come back. I don't know how good I'd be under, you know, two minutes. Uh, time frames or whatever i like tangents this is this is who i am um but no i'm not going to just give you a timestamp to tell you where i say the thing you want to hear so you can then go and take the content on social media and go richard lewis said this and what i actually meant was because of x y and z this is the conclusion i've arrived at you spreading information that i've dug into and arrived at a balanced conclusion you when when you present my balanced conclusion without any any of the evidence as to how I arrived at it, you're not helping the debate. You're actually hindering it. That's why I don't do timestamps by the numbers. It's why I don't do timestamps in my podcast. You have to fucking watch it all the way through and understand how I, you know, I always explain the process when I'm doing the show. Um, so that, and if you don't like it, 
Oh, God, I don't like this voice, Mr. Richard, sir. For some reason, um, it's making me uncomfortable, probably because I'm one of the few 16-year-olds in your chat that shouldn't be here. And, uh, Richard, you shouldn't do this. Uh, sir, please stop, sir. It's making me uncomfortable, sir. Right, listen, if you don't like the voices I do, you're also in for a bad fucking time on the fucking, uh, you know. You know what I mean? This is a bad time if you watch my streams. I do voices. So you're just gonna have to you're gonna have to get used to that. You're gonna have to get one hundred percent used to the voices. If you don't like the voices, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. I impersonated fucking Alex Jones not that long ago. Voices are important to what I do. Um, right. Anyway, so let's let's just recap at the start, right? What's been going on over at Optic? All right, because I know you all know. But you probably don't know some of it. So, Hector, a man I love, a man I take a bullet for, right? And it, it, it's probably is, uh, not a good idea to admit these things when you're a journalist. But I think you have to be real in admitting that no matter what, you're a human. Um, and you, you get strong feelings about certain people. Hector is a guy... Who I'm pretty sure he's talked about it on podcasts before, but let me just explain it to you. I'm a working class guy myself. My dad's in prison. Uh, you know, I don't talk to my mother. You know, I don't talk to my family. I had a choice. I could be a criminal or I could be in the military. I chose neither and I ended up like this. So when people always tell me about my fucking, you know, white privilege or they tell me how fucking spoiled I am or what a luxurious life I had when I was literally put out onto the streets on my 16th birthday, or I've been systematically beaten, abused um, by various fucking family members and non-family members, how I spent a time homeless, how I lived in sheltered accommodation surrounded by heroin addicts, and now I'm here. Right? So I know about the climb. I know about the crawl. And I know about the strength of will to get from bad situation to better situation. And one of the things that I always talk about on my content and when I talk to my audience is that, listen, shit's bad now. The, the, the key thing you need, and I say it to Maria as well whenever she's feeling depressed, perseverance. You won't get me. I won't top myself. I won't break. I won't snap. I won't scream, I won't squeal, I won't give you the satisfaction, I'll just keep headbutting shit out of the way, and then, you know what, on a long enough time scale, shit gets better, because law of averages dictate it probably has to, doesn't for everybody, not a philosophy that works for a lot of people, but I'll keep going, I'll keep on trucking, you won't break me, that's how I roll, I met, I've met very few people in my entire life who have that stubbornness of will and when i meet them I have, even though typically what happens is because we're stubborn assholes we don't get along at the start but then we realize we're the same kind of stubborn asshole and we grow to slowly like each other and then love each other and duncan's an example of that don't agree with everything that comes out of his mouth not by a long chalk i think that's fucking pretty much evident at this point People don't remember. Do you know how I met Sir Scoots? Back when he was still involved with Live on 3 and Evil Geniuses. And Scoots was calling me a cunt and a piece of shit. And I was like, who the fuck are you, little you little gnome fucking hobgoblin asshole? And we went back and forth at it. Now, I would fucking give, you know, if, if Scoots needed a blood transfusion, I would fucking hack open my arm and fucking squirt it down his fucking little baby mouth. I wouldn't give a fuck. 
And with Hector, it's the same shit. Because Hector told me... Um, Hector told me a story about when he was growing up. And how poor he was. And how they didn't have a toilet when he was a kid. And he used to have to piss in a bucket and that. And take it out at night and throw it out. And here he is now, this self-made man. Imagine it. So I always loved Hector, right? From the fucking start. Loved him. Immediate. First time I met him, I said, there's a fucking man. There is a man. No doubt. There is somebody worth respect. And he always treated me with the same shit. So we always got on right from the fucking start because we come from the fucking worst backgrounds you can imagine. And we didn't let it fucking break us. And we work hard. And we love what we do. And we love our craft. And we hit a point where actually we realize, shit, man, we do this for something bigger than ourselves. Like with me, it's much smaller. Um, I do what I do because I want to tell the truth to the esports audience, even if they don't want to hear it, even if they don't like it. But I, I, I know... Because I get the emails every day. Richard, I called you an asshole and said you were a liar two years ago because you said my team had fixed a match and then it turned out they had and I'm super sorry and I wish I hadn't said those things. Thank you for what you do and I, I just want to say I admire your work in the industry. And it's like, okay, I gave, you, I gave you it raw two years ago and you didn't like it and you woke up and realized it was the best thing for you and that'll do me. I don't want instant adoration. I don't want that. I don't want to be popular. I want to do what's right. I want to tell the truth. I want to not have to compromise that. I want to, I want to save this industry from its worst elements. Hector, he loves the optic fans. I mean, shit, man, it ain't, it ain't fake. I see a lot of people um, in in esports, and what they do is they, um, you know, they go, oh, we just want to thank our fans, we love our fans, and it's like, you represent four hogs, <laughs> you don't really give a fuck about the fans, you don't even know who your fans are, or if you really gave a fuck about the fans, you wouldn't have done this stuff. Every time I've talked to Hector about what's been going on over at Optic, even before the infinite buyout and all that bullshit, every time you would frame a discussion, it would be, you know, like, for example, getting involved in the Overwatch League, he was like, the only way I was going to do it was if, if the, you know, Houston Outlaws had the same color scheme as the, he's like, it's all about the green wall. It's all about the green wall. He says Optic's his first kid. It's a child to him. He loves it. And, and the, 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 the personality of that child is every requisite member of the green wall. I never got it because one time I wrote something bad about Optic and um, <laughs> the green wall. There was some D doesn't going on, and there was some bad times. Um, but it is what it is. You wouldn't be the first fandom to come at me. Um, as we've established at the start of this broadcast. Um, but, but like, he's genuine. And I know he's genuine. Because when we're alone in bars, and it's just me and him, and we're drinking, and he goes, ah, fuck, you know, this is really going to upset the fucking fans. I don't know what to do. And you go, shit, man, like... You sh well, you should be... Now that we're alone, um, you know, and you know I'm off record, you know, you should be saying to me, oh, it's going to affect my bank balance. It's going to affect my kids. It's going to affect this. It's going to... Never. Not once. Like, he's legit. With Hector, 100% genuine guy. Like, straight up. Who, And, and I, I think I should also give you a little bit of full disclosure here. I love Hector so much, and I love optics so much. And I love what they've built so much. And I love their ethos so much. 
that when the infinite fucking buyout happened, I got a call from Hector. We were talking. And um, he wanted to bring in people who, because he knew it was money people coming in. And um, who didn't understand esports, you know. And he said, like, Rich, this might seem a little bit out of left field. Um, but, you know, we're looking at potentially bringing in, like, GMs and management and everything else. Would, would you be interested in coming on board? And I went, well, fucking me? I was at Turner. I was at Turner. I was at E-League at the time. And I was like, you serious? And he went, Richard, straight up dog. Like, you, you get it. You get esports. You're, you're unafraid to say, you know, unpopular shit. Like, I can think of nobody better who will always do right by, by the industry as a whole. And he said, and by extension, like, you know my brand i'd love to get you in in some capacity and i had a job interview with um with that chris cheney guy well not a job interview we had like i you know i don't want to call it that that's a little bit grandiose but we had it we had an initial phone call and they said they'd get back and let me know and i was ready because again because i love hector so much and because i love what optica built and i recognize the potential that was there when they had this infinite buyout I was going to walk, I, I was, I, I probably would have walked away from E-League and took that job. Like, if Hector had called me up and said, oh, Chris Cheney is 100% on board, um, like, you, you can come in and be our GM and help me out. And I'd have been like, yeah, I'm there, dude, 100%. But it never happened. Uh, they never got back to me. Um, and it turned out, you know, what I quickly realized was they never got back to me because they didn't want me, they didn't want me in. And it wasn't Chris who didn't want me in even. And I've said some terrible things about Chris and I've said he's incompetent. And I think I still believe that. And um, even though I know he's partnered up with Hex on this new thing. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 basically, um, for me, it was like, it's okay. Because I've got a TV job. I don't give a fuck. It's, it's no skin off my nose. But what Hector said was, like, at the time, he was like, listen, buddy, I love you. I, I hope we get to work together again someday. But right now, people aren't ready for a truth teller. <laughs> they just ain't. They just ain't. And and you're, you're too real and too raw. And, and we, we, you know, they're in, the, they're in the building stage. And what they're worried about is, like, you know, you'll come in and, and, and you know, potentially tear shit down like for example you know i mean just just by waiver for instance imagine if they tried to run optic india by me <laughs> you know hey we're gonna expand into india with this completely unknown cs team and everyone says this forsaken guy's a cheater and there's proof of him boosting are you all right with that rich i'm probably gonna fucking say sorry dudes uh this isn't a good idea like you know i like i like diarrhea as much as the next guy but uh let's let's weigh this up you know um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'll fly out there i'll fly out there i've been there before i'll fly out there and uh, i'll fix everything for you and we'll make this go away You're like no 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 uh it would have been a nightmare i'm totally not about that way well, uh, india's not ready yet in terms of infrastructure for esports it's got a thirst for it it's got a you know but but, but for example if you were going to go into another area dare i even say it you go to brazil right like i mean brazil is like jumping off right now in terms of esports finally got the infrastructure it deserves got a mad passionate fan base india ain't ready yet it needs another year or two easily um so anyway um yeah that's just an example um 
So I want to put this all out front and center because I need you guys to know uh, that I might have some biases. And I want you to I want I want you to take those biases. For all the great content for your fellow insomniacs. No worries, dude. Um, I want you to take those biases and use those biases um, to make a determination about whether or not what I'm saying is is true or false. So anyway, um, I I said to Hector, best of luck. Um, I remember we met one time. I can't remember when it was. It was after the buyout, and uh, we had drinks. And I just, you know, we hugged, and I and I said like, I'm super happy for you, man. And he said, Listen, I'm I'm happy for my family. Um, you know, they're never gonna have to work again. I finally did it. You know, because what people probably don't know is that Optic was making money, but like, it Hector was fucking still like, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know. He wasn't spending quality time with people like he should be. And there was money coming in, but it wasn't like life-changing money. It was a lot of money, but it wasn't like life-changing, boom, money, where you say to your kids, listen, I got a trust fund for you. You're going to go to the best college. You're going to do all right. It wasn't like that. I weren't there yet. Well, he got that with the infinite buyout. Um, and that's why anybody anybody who calls him, uh, any any anybody who calls him a sellout, don't understand what we do this for because he worked his fucking nuts off for what like 10 years 12 years to build this brand delved into his own pocket how many times like him and jason lake are the guys that deserve paydays like you know they weren't given 10 million to make an esports org they 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 took out a loan a ten thousand out of their own money they mortgaged their house to start an esports org. So when the money comes in, like, you can't begrudge these guys the money. And he went out. So anybody who says it's all Hex's fault for selling the, for selling the org is an idiot. Because what was he supposed to do? Infinite came in and offered him serious money. And he still... Again, what people don't realize, he's too good a guy to say it. He could have took... Because they didn't... As you'll see when I play some of these clips... They didn't want fucking Hector sticking around, putting his fingers in the gumbo. He could have took a bigger fucking buyout and fucked off. Been on a beach somewhere. Could have literally wrote an email. Dear Green Wall, fuck you all. I'm out. Peace. He didn't do that. He, he took less money to stick around and stay on the board. Because he still loved it and he still wanted it to go in the right direction. And what he found out was... The people around him that he put into positions, because one of the, I'm sure one of the reasons he wanted me wasn't just because he likes me, wasn't just because he likes my work, but he always knew I'd listen to him. I'd take his counsel before I voted on an issue if, if I was a board member or whatever. And he put other people who he'd literally kept in optic and given livelihoods to and given jobs to, and he kept these guys in for the same reason. Because he was like, listen, there's a way I can have the money and Optic can still do right by the fans, even though we've got this big VC. We just need the OGs to stick around. But the OGs, man, soon as they got a whiff of, we'll put you up in a corporate position and we'll give you this and we'll give you that. And remember, Hector's a bad board member and vote against him and vote with us. People literally put the knives into Hector. Like, how the fuck do you even do that? And I was hearing all sorts of shit. Because I'm a journalist. Motherfucker. And I'm, I'm a respected journalist. 
motherfuckers talk to me. And people were coming up to me going, have you heard about all the turmoil going on over at Infinite? How they're trying to get Hector out. And I was going, there's no way. And I would call, I would pick up the phone and I'd go, Hector, are they trying to get you out? And he's going, Rich, dog, I fucking love you, man. But like, I can't talk to you about this shit right now. This is like journalism. Like, I, I, I just can't. This is my business. I got to keep it out. Okay, no worries, dude. I love you. No problem. I had to ask. I love you. You know, boom. Hang up. Right? Never told me nothing. Stonewall me. <laughs> Fucking straight stonewall me. And then, and, and this is what we'll play here. <laughs> One of the stories I got sent, and I couldn't believe it because it sounded like a fever dream was Infinite had decided Optic was better off without its Call of Duty team. The one that won CWL, before they won CWL. Yo, hey, I don't reckon. the real people of esports, such as yourself and Hex, can outweigh the wankers of esports like the FaZe fucks. Yeah. Much love. Yeah. Imagine an Optic without a Call of Duty team. And people told me this, and respected sources told me this. And I rang up Hector, and I went, this can't be real, motherfucker. And he said, dog, what have I told you? You can't come to me no more about these stories. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> it's my business. I'm like, all right. Did some digging. People were straight telling me it was real. And here's the thing. What, you, what you're going to see when I play this clip is... I don't even know if Hector even knew at that point. I'll never know to this day whether at the time I called him, he knew one or the other. I never thought this would come out. But 100%, this is how fucking mental Infinite were. They decided that the one of the best things for Optic was to, for them to get out of Call of Duty. I, I again... I don't know if I don't know if you understand how mental that is. It's like saying Manchester United should get out of football. It's it's so deranged that it that it blew my mind. At first, I laughed it off. Then I heard it from another dude and another dude, and then I called Hector and he gave me a no comment. And even whether or not he wanted me to know, I don't know. I always take a no comment as yeah, whatever you've heard is real. So I started digging into it. But anyway, the last twenty minutes of this podcast. A crazy i'll skip through a lot of it i like hitch um they talk about a lot of stuff that i think it comes across as a little bit cryptic but let's let's just get into this because they get into the whole uh infinite trying to call a duty i'm so glad it's out because i i wanted to tell this story myself and no one would have believed me like nobody would have believed me at all oh my god how do how do we begin so there was those contract issues um, and it wasn't so much the contract or the players, but it was more of the person that was representing the players that these people couldn't get along with. Right. The they wanted to take they wanted to take Dan's hard work in getting us Chipotle, getting us Pepsi, getting us uh, a, a better deal with Turtle Beach. They want. Yeah, and just prior to this, what he was talking about is how like Infinite came in. And they were like, we're going to take the business to a next level. Now, at that time, uh, you'll see, like, for example, the Overwatch League will beat its chest and be like, we're fucking, we're, we're, we're taking esports to the next level. Riot Games do this all the time. Big on organizations that own leagues, 
right? And they're like, look, we've got, what was that fucking uh, not gummy bears, Sour Patch Kids sponsorships, and we got a Coca-Cola sponsorship, even though Bobby Kotick's on the board of Coca-Cola. Ignore, no. Right. What Optic did is a singular entity before Infinite even started taking over the reins. Chipotle, which is fucking huge, and Pepsi, which is fucking beyond that. And uh, yeah, there you go. Um, Dan was uh, the guy that was working with Hex on sponsorships and was like, I don't want to say an agent, but more of like a marketing guru that, that he was working with before Optics took over. So they were bringing in Pepsi, <laughs> right? And then Infinite said, oh, hey, great job, marketing guru. But we think, again, apropos of nothing no reason for us to think this we think we can do even better than that how do you do better than fucking pepsi like what boeing like wh where are we at like so so they 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 started to undo um some of the the sponsorships that that hector and dan had, had put in place which was literally unprecedented for an orc to have this again people will never understand how big a chipotle deal is how big a pepsi deal is uh, for for one org not a league one org and then infinite started dismantling this shit to take over that and say all right thank you dan see you later not no no here you go right it's just like we're taking over goodbye like you're fired essentially and dan obviously said so well what were they a part of the deal at first did they experience what i experienced where they thought they were coming down here yes they thought they were going to be a part of all this yeah because i told then, them that they were going to be a part of it because why would you get rid of the people who who got you the biggest sponsorships who have delivered right. for you time and time again and who are not just bringing regular sponsorships they're bringing fucking chipotle and fucking pepsi yeah you know why would you get rid of them right <laughs> very good question hector why did infinite get rid of them i don't know hector doesn't even know nobody knows it's mental Instead of figuring out a way to, to, to do it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, uh, agents sometimes are very forward and, and you know, what they're supposed yeah. to be. Anyway, because of that external factor that had nothing to do with the players, they got to the point to where, like, you know what? We don't even want to deal with that anymore. So we're going to have to let them go. They sent the email. No, the email. hold on. <laughs> let me fucking tell you how yeah. that went down. Yeah, yeah. I go in there. And I was talking to, to Cheney and Jay, and they were talking about this. And I'm like, there's nothing to talk about. You, we, we're not dropping the Call of Duty team, period. And then I, I remember they're like, well, we can't deal with them because we have to deal with whatever other external factors are happening. And that's that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We're not dropping that team. If you drop the team, I'm leaving too. And if I leave, everybody else is going to leave too. Give me... This was a Friday around 5 o'clock. I'm like, give me the weekend. Let me talk to, to whoever I need to talk to to smooth shit over so we can continue down the path that we need to go down. Okay? Now, the second, uh, what was it? On, it was a Friday. On Saturday, I'm outside grilling. You know, my, my family's coming over. I'm grilling some arrachera. This is another reason why I love Hector. He's like, so anyway, on Saturday I held a family barbecue because, <laughs> you know, that shit's important. Spend time with your fucking family because I'm a real man. I do my shit. But then all this other optic shit got in the way. I just fucking love this guy. Fire. 
I get a call from from a uh, from an agent from their agent, the player's agent, saying, "Say, yo, what the fuck? What is this?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Look at the letter that I just got in the mail." And I'm like, "What is it?" I'm like, "I don't got time. I got my hands full of shit. What, what is it?" He's like, "They're gonna find a home for the Call of Duty players within the next two weeks." And I'm like, "I, I seriously, my 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 heart dropped." And I was like, "I cannot believe." that they're not even going to give me a chance to smooth tw in, in, within 24 hours not even 24 hours they sent out the email to 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 uh to their agent and i'll give a bit of insight into this as well because i know from talking to various people at different levels in infinite talking to hector talking to players they they wanted hector out they wanted hector out the the the, the problem hector had here was because he said if you cut the Call of Duty team, then I'm out and I'll take those boys and I'll start my own shit. People at Infinite went brilliant. This is it. This is how we get them out. I'm a sick of Hector. You see, what they what what Infinite wanted was they wanted a top tier esports brand and a bunch of fucking yes men so they could run it into the fucking ground, run it into the ground, and they were weighing uh, on their own merits because they're fucking idiots they were weighing up selling the call of duty team because they don't understand esports they don't realize if you take call of duty away from optic what do you really have like best will in the world like optic's been involved in multiple games but they're they're call of duty to the fucking core and they're not just call of duty they're not just an organization that has like a shitty call of duty team every fucking year every fucking season they're call of duty excellence you know what i mean they are call of duty um infinite were like yeah we'll just cut them and uh save some money and um we'll be, you know have an indian the call of duty team or whatever you know and it'll all work out um and then hector said listen if you you know and i don't know if he talks about this on the podcast but what was going on was he said like if you cut fucking call of duty i'm out and then they went this is a two for one because now our most vociferous our most obstructive board member goes and we get out of something we think, because we're idiots, is better to be out of anyway. Um, so that so what Hector had done there by basically standing up for his boys was he made it so they said to him, and and again th this chronology lines up with m you know my remembrance of things. Hector said, "Give me the weekend to fix this shit." Um. And remember, these rumors were flying around earlier in the week. Probably when my fucking journalistic ass got in touch with him. And um, they said, sure, Hector, of course, anything for you. And as soon as he left that room on a, a fucking Friday, they went, brilliant. Let's fucking, let's start getting rid of the players. And they completely backstabbed him and fucked him over. And understand that to do this... There were some parties involved that you wouldn't expect. That's all I'll say. So you told them to wait? After I told them to wait until Monday. They didn't give a fuck. At that moment, that was the last time I talked to, to either of them up until recently. Right. Um, and the only person I've, you know, I talked to is obviously Cheney. Um, and I, I was like... I, I called them immediately and I'm like, I'm like, you realize what you're doing, right? Like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Like, you're, you're dropping... You, I'm like... Oh my God! No, you don't even. No, 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 you don't even get it. Okay, I've, I've, I, I did it wrong. Okay, right. let's. 
on Thursday, the day before that Friday that I went in there pissed off. I, ju- I landed on Friday from my fishing trip to Okeechobee with my brother. Right. I was fishing. I was about to say, I think you were fishing. And, and I get a call from someone that says, tell me it's not true. And I was like, what? He's like, tell me that you guys aren't serious about your face is uh, your money mate yo i love this ad but i'm gonna class. skip it is that me <laughs> i don't know is that me the call to the team and i was like no what the fuck no this is fucking rumors there's somebody right. just stirring up shit i'm like no and, and i'm like what and i repeat it to the to the person i'm like what you think we're gonna get rid of uh of a formal yeah you know a multi multi uh, multi-game champion crim six the winningest player in call of duty history karma the only and then I, you know i went down the line to make sure that they understood the severity of the thing yeah. and i'm like you think that i'm gonna l- let go of my little brother yeah. scumpy the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest esports personalities in the world he carries nah. not only optic on his back but cod yeah Yes. Little little ginger. Yeah. I was like, no, there's no fucking way. But I'm like, but I was like this. I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. Actually, yeah. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> hold on a second. Let me call you back. I hang up. I'm on my boat. I'm not my boat. I'm on somebody's boat. And I'm like, so I'm like, hold on, hold on. I call and I'm like, I'm like, yo. We're not getting rid of the Call of Duty team, are we? And there's like, yeah, you know what? Some things just aren't working out. And I was like, I was like, bro, we're not, we're not, we're not. Yeah. I'm like, it, it can wait. It can wait. So I'm like, all right. So I, I continue to fish. I get on my plane. My brother and I get on my plane. We come back and immediately walk into the offices. That's when I have that conversation. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? We're not, we're not doing it. 24 hours later, as I'm in front of the grill, I get the call from, from, uh, from Dan. And then they tell me that. And I'm like, uh no and immediately i got so mad and i sent out an email if i i don't i i have the email somewhere i i i read the email and the response and and i remember like telling them step by step as to why what they're doing was fucked up right and then that's (laughs) and then i told them i'm like if you guys proceed with this i'm i'm gonna leave and they're like finally oh yeah finally that's what it's gonna take to get the guy out of the yeah. fucking way right we need that to happen we yeah. need to get him the fuck out of the he's causing too much trouble he's got too much power too much fucking influence right right and and, and just think about this structurally right so first of all they they initially offered hex a, a super higher amount to get rid of him totally he didn't take it because he wanted to stay involved and then seriously at this point though it's like I say, every time I would talk to Hex, he'd be like, oh, I'm off fishing, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Finally, i got more time for quality of life. Um, and the entire time that he, like, they would just consult, supposedly consulting for, like, big decisions. That was the plan. But then they started doing, like, insane shit. You know, they just started doing mad things. Like, yeah, we're going to call a duty. So Hector started standing up for himself. And, uh, yeah, they were like, you know what? If we have to make bad business decisions to make Hector leave on principle, we're actually all right with that. Now, just let that just sink in and sit with you. That they would make decisions detrimental to the business to, to, to make Hector leave on principle. That's how fucking far gone they were. That's how far fucking gone. It, it was It was crazy. 
what was going on at Infinite. People don't realize how bad it was. And like, remember, Hector could have been completely out of all of this. He could have been on that fishing boat 24-7 with even more money in the bank and not getting these phone calls. Like, he chose to stick around and try and fucking guide these motherfuckers. But they didn't want his guidance. They agreed to it, but they didn't want it at all. Okay. Undeserved influence. Undeserved yeah. power. I, that was just given to me. Yeah. I didn't work for 10 years no. to get that. Just give it away. Twice they tried to get rid of me. Twice. Yeah. With that. And the other at, thing at was least. they wanted to offer me a project. I'm not going to talk about it. But they, they, wanted, hmm. they, they dangled this thing, the silver right. thing. Like, oh, you dude, look yeah. at this. There's fucking lots of money over here. You can go do this. And I'm like... I played you know, chess a couple of times, you know, like yeah, I, I see you right. coming a mile away. Like this, this, she is um, I cheers to you too, buddy. I helped create this game that you're thinking you're playing with me. So of course I entertained it just to see the full scope of it. You know, I wanted to see what it is that they were thinking. I ended up not obviously taking the bait. Right. And I continue to be a pain in their asshole for the rest of time. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, During legend. all of this, time and time again, I try to offer advice. Yeah, you know, I, you know through which through intermediaries because I wasn't talking to. Which, which, which this is incredible. Um, so, uh, Hector, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here. Um, it 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 became very clear uh, uh, down the road that Hector actually uh, wasn't talking to anybody. He was still on the board. <laughs> so, again, just to show you how childish and fucked up it had got, um, people weren't talking to Hector. Hector wasn't talking to other people. He was on the board, and in, in, he was meant to be giving advice as a board member and, like, voting as a board member. So what he was doing, he was becoming even more reliant on the people he'd put into these positions to communicate accurately his thoughts and he was basically feeding his communication down the chain like guys i don't want to have to come into the office to explain this but we can't do this and we can't do that and we've got to do this for this sponsorship and why have, why is our content creation gone to shit and and all these other things and it was becoming more and more apparent that Hector was like having conversations of good faith with people and thinking his version would get to 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 the the infinite guys and to the to the board holistically, but it actually wasn't happening. Um, he he was realizing that the he was trying to take hands off to not escalate conflict. He was he was trying to be hands off to not escalate conflict, but. He was relying on people that right. had no interest in representing what he wanted. And that was the problem Hector had. That that what he what he realized was and, and what, what I'm sure he realizes today, a lot of the people he thought loved Optic as much as he did didn't love Optic. They like money and they like power and they like influence and they actually don't give a fuck what logo or what code they have to wear or adopt to to get those things. And um, that's been the that's been the rude awakening for him. Um, that's why he wanted people that he knew were ideologically inflexible, let's say. To, to any of them. Um, 
but that one was the one and i had people coming to me and they're like well we're if if that happens we can't continue to do this okay from a business standpoint like sponsors and out of you know partners you know the yeah. people they're like if this happens we we can't be a part of this right you know yeah. like people that understand optic more than the people running optic yeah so it would seem yeah so it would seem so that ended up going down for like a couple of the are you missing anything on your on your thing or are we um oh wait when did the halo thing happen was that before or was that no, immediately halo, after yes the uh, halo from, team from my understanding the halo team the tweet that said we have exited halo it was supposed to say we have exited halo and call of duty it was supposed to be the same no time so it was it's this is yeah. all around the same yeah because i remember we went to fucking we were <laughs> we went to some event i think it was seattle i think it was seattle there was all this stuff you know you and again just to tell you about my own timeline while i mean shit i'm a whiskey adult mess at the best of time and without like going into my notes and going into stories that never get published and digging up the dead man switch and the crazy hard drive um let me let me just tell you they they were making radical changes uh, you know uh for some reason what was strange was they didn't, uh, even though Overwatch League was a thing and Infinite were pushing control contenders, I I'm pretty sure people know about this, but if you don't, uh, they were they were using a guy called Alicus, uh, who was a very controversial League of Legends manager, to basically reach out to, in, um, to contenders, Overwatch teams, and say, like, you will work for Infinite, you will sign for Infinite, we will, and yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty crazy. So... What started what started happening there was they were like we want to cozy up to only the franchise leagues, but I reported before the infinite buyout that we were going to get a, a Call of Duty franchise league. Lo and behold, he's right again. He's done it again, Richie Richie Lewis, um, with his extensive network. Who knew um, that he could accurately report stuff? Um, and yet they didn't believe it was ever going to happen. So they wanted to cut a fucking championship winning Call of Duty team ahead of a franchise league. Madness, right? To save some money in the short term and to 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 pressurize Hex into leaving. Um, but yeah, it was around about the same time as Halo. Now, full disclosure, I don't follow Halo. I haven't followed Halo since uh, there was uh, people on the side of dr pepper cans back in the mlg days so it's been a long long time um but let me let me tell you they exited um they exited halo super rapidly and they had a team that was arguably i guess is because if you say oh inarguably the best team in the world but they were the best i mean they had a, they had an amazing halo team and there was some shit that went on there i got sent that again i never got I, I never go around to publishing i could never get it over the line but infinite were just fucking up at at um at at, at every turn and yeah i get it Halo's not like a massive game right now but it's like there are some games you expect Optic to be involved in, and there is an and Optic, you know, Call of Duty is one of them. Like, already have a great Halo team. You know, there's like Gears of War. Like, it it was it was crazy that they were spending money on trying to get into regions like India with terrible CS:GO teams, and they're cutting the Halo team. And and also as well, the 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 notice the Halo team got. I mean, it was all disgracefully handled.
um and and i believe hitch here based on what i remember from the time yeah they they were gonna cut cod and 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 halo at the same time that was infinite's brainchild <laughs> to like oh we don't need to be part of that old traditional shit we got Houston Outlaws, we got the Contenders League. I mean, I literally just got off a fucking phone call today from a, from a source in the Overwatch League, like, literally telling me they were on a call, um, um, they, they, they were on a call with other team owners talking about how, uh, they, sh they, we really need to focus on what we're going to do in future because that Dallas Fuel home game didn't generate anywhere near as much money as what they needed. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, Megadeth, great stuff. So I literally just got off a fucking phone call with those, with, with that today. So, um, uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, let's, let's get back to this. You had bought a lot of time, but there was all this stuff still going on with COD where I remember they were talking about other, like it was, it was the four of them, Formal and, you know, all, all the, other, the other three, they were talking about different contracts that, they, that different offers that they were about to mm -hmm. accept. Yeah. Um, and while all that was going on, we were, I remember we had blacked out Abby's because as soon as the Halo team got dropped, um, we didn't, I didn't know about it um until well i knew it was like rocky but i didn't know that they were literally just getting dropped until um until pj told us the day it was happening and then they get dropped um you black out your avi i black out I, the rest of us black out um which it was a rest in peace optic right and um and <laughs> jack joins <laughs> and then jack joins in the middle <laughs> But that was supposed to be. Um, that was supposed to be See, that's what I mean. Time. Like some people um, won't know a lot of what I this means. So let it wash over you. We we get back to some good stuff in a get second. Get the most out of uh, either drop or mm. get the most out of the gears guys, the Halo guys, and the COD guys because yeah. of the con they thought that console yeah. esports. You know, I guess we're talking about it, right? Uh, Cheney wanted to reverse that, right? And yeah. he was advised not to. Wow. Yeah, so listen, um, just to pick up on this point while we're here, I had the interview with Chris Cheney. I have definitely framed, even when I did the interview with Optic J, I have framed uh, Chris Cheney as being one of the negative forces within um, uh, Infinite. And, and yet him and Hex are potentially partnered up on this other thing. So let me explain why I, I still stand by that stance and 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 where we're at so chris cheney is a guy who if you go and look at his career again i won't bring it up for you but um i i'll, I'll just uh i'll bring it up on my screen and that's the guy i had the interview with and everything else when i wanted a fucking well not wanted but i i would have i would have definitely considered joining optic and working with my guy you know having hector as my boss or as an advisor or you know whatever uh for those who don't know who chris cheney is um chris cheney's like a guy who like uh oh thanks for the donation there dylan stable do you think there is any way for hex to fix this i'm very ignorant on things like this but curious thanks in advance yeah um chat 
you know me my brain cells are dying by, by the second so make a note of that question and hopefully we'll get to that in about 30 minutes and i'll answer it for you about what hex can do to fix it it's it's not great news um but it is relevant to some of the later information so i really appreciate the donation and i will answer your question provided i remember i remember alcohol and uh brain cells apparently are non-compatible i don't buy that for a second but whatever um anyway so back to sargon of Akkad. no i'm joking uh, that, that, that's banter. right anyway um so chris cheney is a guy who has never held uh, a position uh, that that is senior enough, in my opinion, to really warrant running an entire esports portfolio. So Chris Cheney is a guy who is a very good talker, very charismatic. Um, but you go look at his career on like LinkedIn. You know he is a director on a board of an investment group. He is a, a, a guy that uh, if you go back to fucking like, um, you know he he started his own um like equity group or uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like I don't want to even call it a hedge fund because it's definitely not that. But, you know, he started a group that was named after himself, the Cheney Sports Group. He ended in something called Cheney Capital Partners. He is a guy who, like, knows nothing about esports and probably knows a little bit about money, right? He's not Bobby Axelrod, let's put it that way. So, Chris Cheney is a guy who's, like, very likable, knows how to turn on the money tap, Right? but knows nothing about esports and this is my fundamental problem with him it's why i say he's incompetent because even though he loved hex and he he identified hector's the guy i need to align myself with because hector knows what he's doing and hector is the fucking green wall i'm telling you by the way if hector makes his own esports brand i don't think it's an exaggeration to say you cut the optic fan base in half just on that basis alone maybe even more like seriously seriously if anybody wants to deny that i suggest you take the fucking temperature it you know and i'm i think i'm being generous with fucking half i think i'm being fucking generous with half i think wherever hector goes uh the fan base goes to a large degree and and uh, i'll say this i told him and i'll say it publicly Greenwall Gaming has a real fucking nice ring to it, and good luck with that lawsuit, my friends, over at Infinite. Please, make yourself even fucking more unpopular. Greenwall Gaming, something along those lines, a callback to fucking what Optic is actually about. Let's do it. Let's fucking, let's, let's make sure the fucking fan base knows where they're welcome and where their fucking people are at. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The problem was Chris Cheney, as much as he loved Hector, was weak as a motherfucker because he didn't have a background in business and he didn't have something to go back to. So every time he got fucking leaned on, he folded faster than fucking Superman on laundry day. Pussy needed a fucking spine, you know what I mean? And and I think it's great that him and Hector can still be pals and still want to work with each other. But like, fucking Chris Cheney let, let Hex down big time. A number of times. 
and 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 it's worth identifying that and talking about it. Like he don't get to skate just because he's on the right side of the argument now. Not not for me. Never for me. So. Okay, because I I know for a fact, um, PJ took the PJ took took the first wave of negotiations. They don't have their agents. They were negotiating themselves. He said the negotiations the negotiations were so absurd that he was just like how is this even possible he was like i've been talking to hex for two years give me hex or give me jay give me somebody i can talk to that understands and they were told no you have to talk to the people we put in charge of, to be able to talk to mm -hmm. then pj gave up they you know they get dropped then tj puts out a twit longer that got so much attention that they were put back on the table to re to be renegotiated yeah and that was way after the, what i just said though right oh, okay to be renegotiated and um they had the roster lock was on monday and they tried friday saturday and sunday to contact somebody to be put back on the table after they were told yeah and no there was no response well no people people <clears throat> people only work Right, Monday through Friday. I forgot about that. Yeah. In fucking esports, one of the first offices. things I one of the first thing I told them to do, I'm like, uh, when they said it's like, well, since they're employees, they do forty hour weeks. So I'm like, okay, uh, their weekends are Monday and Tuesday. Right. Okay. They work Wednesday, Friday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, because in esports, who doesn't? Wh when are tournaments? Right. Saturday, when are Sunday, tournaments? Yeah. You know. Uh, so it's true, right? Some people don't know the, the infinite. Like, 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 people legit don't realize. By the way, when they come over from mainstream business, they don't realize that like there, there aren't there, there isn't a day off in esports. Maybe you get a Monday if you're lucky. Maybe you get a fucking Monday if you're lucky. Because we got a tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday. People travel on the Monday. <laughs> then on Tuesday, we're back to fucking league games. It's I, I tell this to everyone. I um I got off the phone because I don't talk about a lot about what I've been doing, but um, uh my my star is, is rising, guys. I, I've been unbelievably busy, um, so I, I've been in talk with one fucking documentary team, uh, which which are making a, multiple episodes about the complete history of esports, and I, I'm introducing them to Thorin and Sir Scoots, so that's gonna be fun. But they they saw me on something, and they're like, "Oh, we'd love to get you in multiple episodes to talk about multiple things as a talking head." So I don't know where that documentary is going to go, but let's just say a major, you know, online thing. I got off the phone a day with MTV, <laughs> and they're asking me about, "Oh, hey, you got a guy who covers all the match fixing and all the negative stuff," and blah 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 and i'm like yeah that's me right but like i mean this better not be one of those fucking things um there better be one of those fucking things where uh you only talk about the bad shit if you only talk about the bad shit i'm out i ain't doing that ain't your stream vod on andrew neil and ben shapiro keep it up i'll always keep it up buddy ain't going nowhere so so i so i i i told him that but i gotta do an interview with him uh thursday or something um, and it's like, I'm telling you, man, like, people don't realize, like, just how fucking big this shit is fucking getting, and how we're, how, like, the, the, the kind of fucking insane conversations and meetings you end up having. Like, 
Hex is so fucking right about, like, there ain't no time off. This was my time off. This is going to be my days off from work. Like, get fucked. On my weekend, I'm, I'm, I'm doing YouTube content. I'm doing this. I'm talking about events. I'm watching CS Summit so I can do a podcast on Tuesday. I'm fucking, you know, I like I'm talking a different interviewer. Like, so I got MTV. Who else got in touch with me recently? I think I blew them out the fucking water. I got some Danish journalists reaching out to me. She wants to talk about the blast. I don't even know where that goes. Like, like there, there isn't a second to fucking breathe. If you, if you care about this business. So the idea that like, you just be like, you work nine to five, Monday to Friday. <laughs> and there are Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays. Either. I'm at a tournament. What are you talking about? So that should give you an idea about how fucking behind Infinite are in, in, in terms of, of what the industry is like. And again, I say it, I say it to, um, I've said it before, so I'll explain it to you guys. If you ever have ever wondered why your favorite like esports personality has aged terribly, let's say you used to be thin, good looking, full head of hair, jet black, you know, abs, big muscles, you know, used to be known for, you know, used to be called chopper, used to get in there, used to fight people, used to win those fights, you know, used to be an animal, right? Let's just say you had a you had a guy that you fucking loved like that. And you watched him, like, over a period of, like, I don't know, maybe not even long, like, three years, four years. And you're like, man, you're unrecognizable. You got fat, you got fucking bald, like, all oh, your hair's grey. What the f- you look like Mr. Magoo. What's going on? Esports is what's going on, motherfucker. It will suck you dry like mud honey. It will fuck you up. Because it's 24-7. It is picking up the phone at fucking 4 a.m. to talk to a cunt in a time zone where for him it's fucking 9 a.m. And he thinks it's reasonable to get told something that's super important that's going to drop in your time zone at 2 p.m. And if you get ahead of it, you can make something, you know, it, it's, it's mental. It is a 24-hour global industry. It's wild as fuck. It's so wild. Um, so just imagine telling people, yep, you got them weekends off. <laughs> well, my business, <laughs> guess my business dies on the weekend, no problem. Anyway, minor point, but, uh, but, uh, but I think it's worth stressing, Infinite didn't understand esports, is, is where we're at. Closed on Saturday. Sunday. Yeah, the, well, look. Mm. Oh, and by the way, Bobby Weenus in the chat. Weenus is old school Counter-Strike. Weenus is a guy I love daily. Worked on multiple fucking things, multiple projects. Like, he knows about the bad old days where we were on the fucking esports fucking plantation. Like, he knows. He knows how hard we worked, like, to get to where we are. Because he did the same shit. So fucking shout out to Bobby Weenus. Everybody who follows me should love that guy. Like, he is old school. One of the one of the builders of modern Counter Strike. Yeah, he knows. He knows. I understand the need for, you know, for free time and personal time. Obviously, I have personal time. Everybody does. Everyone does. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to pick people who understood that this. Although you're not going to be working eight hours straight. But you will work those eight hours throughout the day. You don't have to show up to work as long as you do that. Some people are good enough to finish their eight-hour work day in an hour. Yeah. Okay? As long as the job gets done, like, who cares? And that's the atmosphere that you would have created that would have inspired people to really, like, get, get shit done in a, in, a, in a better way. 
anyway, so oh man, the 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 whole culture there was 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 not right. Not understanding the fact that content comes first, players come first is a it it it, it is a misstep from the jump. Right. From the jump. If you don't understand, which is weird to me because people there seem to be fixated on an org chart. Depth chart. Literally a roster depth chart. Yeah. So I'm going to skip ahead because uh, I watched this earlier. The depth chart is a thing of legend. Uh, if you're an infinite skeptic, if you're somebody that criticized it. So just let me tell you what the depth chart was. Like internally, they were, they, 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 okay. So what they were doing was they didn't, they weren't focusing on what I consider key metrics for success. Going back to my days as a team manager, I used to manage an org called Zboard. It was run by Saratech. Saratech, you're going to go, who the fuck is Saratech? Saratech were a company that made those World of Warcraft keyboards, you know what I mean? Where instead of like it said Q-W-E-R-T-Y, it was like a picture of a fucking knife and a fucking orc and you know what I mean? Remember them? Anyway. They had a they had an esports team, and they they trusted me in like two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, or whatever the fuck it was. They trusted me were running that team, um, and I was like, I'll totally run it. And they used to say to me all the fucking time, even back then in that day and age, we went to CGS. The prize if we'd won CGS, which by the way we totally should have got drafted, but whatever. Um, the 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 prize if we had won the CGS tournament was Saratech lose their team, but they knew that because we were called Team Z Board and people were gonna go and Google what the fuck a Z Board was, they even said it's fine. They paid for luxury apartments in Birmingham, luxury apartments in London, paid for everything. All they told me to do, right, was just make it look like you're having a good time, make it rock and roll, make sure Ben writes a blog about how we had a bunch of drinks and we brought some girls back to the hotel room we did it rock and roll that was my job so infinite not getting about content fucking what is it you know, 13 years later that's right like imagine not understanding it on twitch well thank you it's very kind of you to say so there's many people who would challenge that um claim but i'm glad you're not one of them um, you know, so imagine that. Imagine that. I'm trying to explain to motherfuckers. Like, now, like, oh, content really matters, by the way. Like, winning, it's kind of a secondary thing. Uh, it's nice when you do it, but what people really want to see is the journey, and they want to get to know the players, and, you know. So, again, Hector knows this better than anyone else. Infinite were like, well, no, we need a depth chart. So what they had instead... <laughs> and it's mental because this is like something you do for the nfl a game that has you know squads of like 50 players or whatever they say this guy's better in this position than this guy but if we need a sub for that guy if he gets sick this guy comes in they literally created depth charts for every game they had every team they had but Think think about what your average depth chart looks like in an esports team. You don't have three subs for one position. 
It was a complete waste of time. It was a fucking circle jerk that they did because they were coming from a world where they were thinking about this shit as sports and thinking we'll be better win a fucking Super Bowl. I mean, forget the fact that Optic obviously went on to win the CWL anyway. The team they wanted to cut. <laughs> um, but but they don't understand that. It's like, that, no, you don't... We're nowhere near that yet. You don't have three subs deep. Right, who's playing SMG today? Well, I don't know. We we did training, and he played well, and he played well, and he played well. But let's look at the metrics. No, dude, it's not like that. It's like he is, because he's the only SMG player we got on the roster, right? Infinite didn't understand this. And they they made these depth charts that, again, I'm going to fast forward past this, because it's like a five-minute discussion about how dumb depth charts are in esports. But but they made these depth charts for, like, every team. And, and it's like, this is when, this is when you, this is when you know people are, uh, okay, something to be super mindful about is when people do work for work's sake, that's when you know you're dealing with a hack, that's when you know you're dealing with an incompetent, when they do work for work's sake, and the depth chart in an esports team is a perfect example of that, an infinite push that, like, Hector's like, what the fuck is a depth chart, <laughs> I don't need a depth chart, I got fucking five players! And I play all five all of the time. I don't even have a sub. What is a depth chart? So imagine that. That is that 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 is that is where infinite were coming from. Like, yeah, it's mental. It's mental. Anyway, yes. Who who are the starters? Who's yes. on the bench? They're yes. obsessed with it. And if you're so obsessed with that. And you don't understand where that little thing lies in the grand scheme of the pyramid. Like, that little thing, all that supporting group that we had of yeah. talented people, some of them. Right. They were there to support the pyramid. They weren't there to be a part of the pyramid. They weren't there to insert them. No, no. You were there to... Right, hang on. Like, I, I need more ice. I'm running out of ice. It's really hot here because it's Vegas. So even even now it's uh, it's late. But like we've we've only got ten more minutes of this anyway. So I'm I'm going through the whole thing. I don't give a fuck. It's what you're here for. So we'll get back into it. So remember the time one fifty four oh eight, and then uh, I'll I'll be right, I'll be right back. Yeah, look, no no one enjoys <laughs> no one enjoys rice gum. You know, not even rice gum enjoys rice gum. And I'm Andrew Cooper. In yeah. 2015, we took a surf trip to Bali, Indonesia. Okay. Why would you get rid of the people who who got you the b players come first? Is a it, 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 where go. that org chart lies, and why the reason that org chart is, exists? You're lost, and you, there's nothing that I can do for you. Right. Unfortunately, so many people are obsessed with climbing up the ranks of a company that they didn't realize that the company was decreasing like now what was there a character in men in black called jay does anyone know i can't remember it's been so many years since i saw men in black do 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 yeah just uh i forget i forget that's all i'm saying i you know it's been a while it's incidental it's incidental um but yeah yeah jay was will smith wasn't he yeah okay good it was, it was and that's what we 
had told them was going to happen. Just to skip all right, one thing. Um, that, so I, I completely leave content. Um, that's when, you know, the, the day after I'm gone from content, I make my around the bar video about how I'm gone from content. Yeah. They magically find content space the next day. Uh, they hire Joe, um, which mm. Joe and I have already talked about that in one of my podcasts. Just, you know, we didn't see or he, he saw me as the threat, the, the, the douchebag mm -hmm. guy that, you know, uh, he did. Hitch does talk forever here, by the way. I'm I'm gonna go to the next dad. Let's do um, it now. That meeting quickly, and I, I was I was a part of that meeting because I was mm. there to offer. I I, I said, dude, times, I'm just sad. Did it, did it, I'm just sad. I'm sad to see what I put all my time into come to this, and I would love some sort of solution. And that meeting turned into, well, if you wouldn't have made the around the bar video, everything would be fine. If you wouldn't have blacked out your Abby, everything would be fine. All these vibes are caused by you. And at that point, I was like, it's done. Like, that was the last, that was my last time trying anything. Because I knew that it was, it was a disconnect that was so strong. And there was so, so much animosity that um, it, it, everything that I know about optic and everything i knew about the optic fan base and what they would appreciate and what they would like to see it would never come to fruition you know as 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 long as everything was being run right long story short <laughs> i'll i'll cut through it because again remember i listened to this earlier so basically what hitch talks about is how he wanted to make certain types of content he was always getting fucking vetoed it makes no sense to me um why uh, you would veto Hitch? I mean, listen, I've, I've heard lots of, uh, uh, right, negative, I, I don't know Hitch, man, like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, we never hung out, we never partied, uh, we've never even had a, a conversation, I'm honestly trying to think if we've even ever been in the same room, it must have happened at some point, because they've been to a ton of, like, Call of Duty events and MLG events, and fucking hung out with Optic guys and stuff, but we've never directly interacted. And um, a lot of people have been a bit pissed off because he gets a lot of shine lately. Like, he's won, like, two eSports awards for being, like, videographer of the year. And everyone's like, he's not even a real videographer. He just points a camera at things. It's like, I don't know. I'm not qualified to make any of these decisions or fucking determinations. But it does sound like jealousy to me. Equally, every time I hear the guy talk, do, do I think I'm listening to, like, some fucking high-level intellectual? Well, obviously not. Like, you know, like, real talk. The guy... The guy could fucking... The guy is the ordeal equivalent of paint drying. So, where am I at with that? I mean, I don't know, but uh, I, I think what he was talking about here is worth you guys paying attention to. So, just to snap you out of your fucking comas. Um, basically, he wanted to make content, certain types of content that he knew historically the Optic guys would like. That basically, uh, Hex had said yes well, makes it make this type of content and when he had to feed when he had to give feedback to say I want to make this type of content and I want a budget for this type of content through the new system he was getting told nah actually we don't want to do that so you know depth charts on the one hand fuck your content on the other it, all of this ties in how little infinite not only understood esports and what esports fans want but like ignore esports ignore the broader fucking context they didn't even understand the fan base of the fucking brand they bought and that's 
that's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. Run the way that it was run. And then, um, so that literally, right after that, I give Roger vision because I was just over it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, right after, right after vision, right after I give Roger vision, that's when the, the whole purge happens of everybody. So that's the, that's the timeline of that. <clears throat> it, it was as we as we sit here on the eve of what's about to happen uh the the chapter ending on infinite uh as it as it stands i oh and it's worth mentioning like why is this an important and historic moment in the optic brand's history i'll tell you why because we actually don't know who is going to own it uh a week from now i mean we legitimately don't infinite have said they want to sell it's not guaranteed they will sell lol um it's not guaranteed they will sell um because they want the right price but hector and chris cheney have been trying to cobble money together uh initially i got told that they had cobbled together the most money it seemed unlikely i've subsequently been told that that is bullshit and actually the immortals group quite clearly has the highest bid and it wouldn't matter if even hector and chris cheney had a bigger bid or an equal bid there are too many people in the infinite boardroom that actually hate heck so much they wouldn't sell him back his his child no matter what he's trying to do so that's where he's been at the past few weeks he's like literally fighting for the life of the optic org and trying to weigh up how much of his own money he can put in like all of it more of it can he get a group to come in can somebody swoop in i hope this becomes more common knowledge because i would love a vc group funded by someone you know like mark cuban's always talking about oh i would never fucking fund an esports org but if you were going to do one do this like just somebody put some money in because you're going to make your money back because hector knows what he's doing but basically hector is is uh literally trying to get money 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 so he can buy optic but here's the thing if he doesn't buy optic it's not the end of the world because he's still got all the ties with all those players and optical just become another part of immortals that's going to get run at the ground let's be real right immortals have absolutely they went they went uh you know good good job there noah winston now bend over i'm just dancing no one needs to know exactly what those movements were noah winston got completely fucked and uh wrecked by um you know the Immortals Esports Organization, despite the fact that he fucking built it up, he's gone, right? Well, let's look at what they've done. LA Valiant. MIPR. Who's feeling this? Y'all feeling this vibe? What, so now they're going to own Optic? You think they're going to do right by it? Think they're going to respect the fans? Think the fans are going to stick around for their tepid, piss-warm take on what Optic actually is? Nah, no one is. By the time Immortals get Optic, the Optic fans are going to be like just all asking Hex where you're all going. And as I said, I think, you know, I, I see a lot of people in the chat going, oh, 80%, 90% will stick with Hex. I know enough about the reality of the fucking world to know it won't be that high. 50% is insane. 
buying an org and then cutting its fan base in half as a result is insane. It's insanely bad business. So um, let them have it, dude. It's actually, a, in a lot of ways, it's actually a better outcome than Hector breaking the bank, basically undoing everything he's done to fix his personal situation to buy the org. It's actually better. It's actually better. Let those guys buy it and then give the, give, give the Optic fan base the emotional purity the, the the fucking lack of restraints you know the lack of you know they're not they're not constrained to to follow in where that all goes at that point you were already pushing it when infinite took over who gives a fuck what a mortal game would do with an, the, the name the word optic you guys know you guys know where the real optic is and you guys know where the real green wall is and you should just go follow whatever hector does next and they will do something next i mean that's the thing if he if he fails in this bid to buy optic he will make his own esports org it will happen so you and and listen fuck all of this nonsense about about, about a nonsense people go but what about a non-compete what about this no dude he'll be fine <laughs> um take it from me um just go follow whatever the brand uh, comes out of it. I mean, I've jokingly said Greenwall Gaming. I think that'd be good. I'd love to see them try and sue him for that. It'd be hilarious. But, you know, maybe they've got that trademarked and maybe he can't wriggle out of it. Maybe he doesn't want to risk it. doesn't matter. Whatever fucking name uh, he makes, just go follow it. Invest. Buy in. Boom. Buy a shirt. Support the team. Support the players. I'll be 100% there. The members of the org... Dude. <laughs> Anybody who thinks, anybody who thinks, like, like, let me tell you, when I went to the CWL, right here in Vegas, I was terrified, by the way, um, I had to talk to Anamat Basala, my boy, called him up, he said, listen, Rich, you gotta stop worrying about all that, you know, getting clipped shit, ain't gonna happen on my watch, come down, so I went, I went to the Call of Duty World Finals, it was a little bit intimidating, I got recognized a bunch of times, it was really weird, um but you know vegas casino security is pretty much second to none especially after the mandalay bay shooting and um i got to hang out with a, a bunch of people and while i was down there like hector hector was like yeah we're totally gonna hang out dog oh but 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 like oh me and my players i gotta take them out to lunch i gotta do this i gotta do that I, you know i saw hector we hung out um we did the we did the podcast, we recorded some other stuff, but like, honestly, like he was just so player focused and so down for hanging with his players and the players were so down for like hanging with him and going places with him. Like, I am telling you, like Hector's a lovable dude. Every fucking player on the roster is like, not beholden to him in a weird way, but just like, they, just, they will just follow him because he's a leader, you know, they'll just follow him. So yeah, let me tell you. If he makes his own esports org, I, I even think if it came at like you make less money in the short term, I think players go and work for Hex because of who he is and what he's done and where his new org will get. It won't it won't it might not be bigger than the optic brand year one. By year two, you're gonna bet against it. You're gonna bet against again Greenwall Gaming to use my name. You're gonna bet against that being bigger than fucking Infinite's Optic in year two? I wouldn't. No chance. Wouldn't place that bet, my friends. No way. 
So no uh, Zalanu, which good to see you back on the stream, by the way. I've seen you a few times. Even though you ain't a sub, and I know you got a Twitch Prime lurking. All right, and it's free. That's Jeff Bezos' money, by the way. You only got to do it for one month, but whatever. It's good to see you back, and I'm happy to answer your questions. Anyway, let's fucking end this uh, podcast, right? It is free. What do you mean? What do you mean? Let me tell you. Jeff Bezos is one of the wealthiest guys in the world. You paid more taxes than Amazon. His corporation, you did, I did. We all pay more taxes. And he gives you this thing called the Twitch Prime, where you can take $2.50 out of his pocket and put it into someone else's. And what, you ain't gonna do that? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You'd be mad not to. He's getting divorced. You're gonna lose it all anyway. Fuck that guy. Just saying. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Give me his money. Appreciate it. This is Benji 2 and Necklord. Necklord, you don't really count actually. It was Twitch Prime, but you was 16 months. That's right. Just putting it all out there. Just putting it fucking all out there. What are you gonna do? Anyway. I can't help but to. You're not even a real journalist. You know. That's and Jude right. hates when I do this because I blame myself for because I, I I I think of I think so highly of myself <laughs> that everything that happens, good or bad, is my fault. And she hates that because mm. when it's bad, it's bad, and when it's good, whatever. Nobody cares. He, I'm braggadocious as it is. Right. But when it's bad, I really, really overthink it, and I'm okay with it. I can I can handle it. I don't go I don't go to dark places. I don't. I, I literally when when it's a good day it's a good day when it's a bad day I'm still having a good day right you know like I'm 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 that hundred percent true is, like a lot uh, like never seen this guy down even I've on his worst had, day even on his I worst think day of like even even with Chris you know now having yeah. you know talked to him again like three months ago and started you know to to think of of different options even then. You know, I told him like, you know, I, I don't, I don't hold, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm here That's because right. I vilified you in some of the shit that I should have known because it was my fault. You know, you're here only because I allowed you to be here. Yeah. And I told him like, between you and me, it was, you know, it was business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and that's sad. Other shit that's personal. That's something that cuts deep for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and still, even that, I still blame me for that too. You know what I'm saying? Because had I not done certain things it wouldn't be the way that it is. Had I not been so combative, you know, had I, had I not walked in there and said, you know what? I feel good coming in here because I get to see how many people it actually takes to do what I did yeah. by myself for seven years. Now, I remember him telling me this, actually. He said that he, he was uh, a little concerned. I don't even know how to frame it, that he might have pissed some uh, people off. Because he said, when he like walked in to a room full of people who were all basically doing Hector's job, he said, yeah, this feels good seeing seven people do my old job, you know, like it takes seven or whatever the fuck the number is. And it's like, I, uh, you know, I understand why that's like not nice for people to hear, but like, again, who gives a fuck? Like you're a board member, you're a fucking executive, you should be... People should respect you and go, yeah, I fucking did. You're a fucking phenom. I've said it before. You know, I've, I've done similar things. Never seven people. You know, I remember when uh, I left Cadred and fucking 
I mean, you won't even know what the fuck that is off of you cunts. Maybe even 70% of you cunts. But when I left that, the guys who took over, they went, shit. You know, we, 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 we got to manage these guys over here. We got to fucking do this. Like, no one's writing a weekly column. No one's doing this. No one's contacting the games developers. Da, da, da. It's like, yeah. I didn't sleep. You don't realize. <laughs> you, you thought I was doing a 9 to 5 job. I lived this shit. It was everything to me. So, I think Hector sort of gloating a little bit about it. It's natural. It's human. It ain't great. And I think it shows just when you when you want to talk about what a fucking cool down to earth dude he is, he he's here on a podcast ripping into infinite and ripping into what's going on with all the stressful shit he's going through, and he still took a little bit of time to self reflect about how he could have been less of an asshole. That's the guy, that's the man. Like not even I would do that. I, I, look, I don't want to win an election for next Jesus. I don't give a fuck. I am an asshole. I like that. The, uh, the, the, the key point is, I'm an asshole, but I'm right. So make a decision about what you value more. Right? Can you handle being told that you're wrong from an asshole? If you can't, we're in for a bad fucking time. Hector's not even about that life. He's like, yeah, I was right, but I could have been less of an asshole. No, 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 no. Rich wouldn't, like, not me. Never me. Never me. I'm never subscribing to that shit. No way. It don't matter. Are you right or are you wrong? Hector's... Hector's fully fucking into that shit. Apologizing. When he's right! Imagine! Fuck. That's not nice. I should have never said that. But I felt it. Especially when I was... When, when my... When my... When my thing was being treated the way it was mis being mistreated. I, I couldn't help myself but to be an anti... He's talking about optic when he says his thing. That is the thing, privately, he has called his child. <laughs> Trust me, I I'd be touchy about it. <laughs> Antagonistical maniac yeah. that just didn't have a fucking filter on him. And it sucks. I mean, still to this very moment, it sucks. I lost a lot, you know, from friendships to the way things were, um, you know, all that. And, you know, it's it's hard for me to regret, you know, doing that because I know that whether it was them or somebody else, it would have been something else and it just happened. I feel bad for the investors, you know, because they're fucking incredible people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that lost their jobs as well. For that, that yeah, yeah. You know, the, the investors, man, they trusted in, in, in something that had optic attached to it. Yeah. So that I blame myself for too. It's like, man, this, you know, if I would have been just a little bit louder, if I would have made a bigger deal out of things, literally wouldn't have made a difference. If Hex had been a little bit louder, he would have been fucking stabbed out of the company a little bit quicker. That's just how it works, unfortunately. You see, what people wanted to be fucking told was that Optic was a holistic esports solution uh, that would get that would gain you profit overnight. It wasn't. It was a work in progress. Yeah, you dominated Call of Duty. Yeah, you'd make great inroads into Overwatch. What comes next? What's, what's your plan for CS? What's your plan for this? What's your plan for this territory? What are you going to do? Why India? Da-da-da. Da-da-da. And nobody had any fucking answers. And they'd appointed a bunch of fucking yes-men and con-men. And, and, you know, those... Twin and Ashley might sell us.
With these revelations, yes. how long have we got left on this earth? Let, 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 let me tell you. Fuck, fuck the whole Brexit thing. Uh, Mike Ashley is just pretending. So he does this all the time. He gets sad and he goes, oh, I'll tell everyone I'm selling. And, and he thinks a journalist is going to write an article and go, Mike Ashley wasn't all that bad. And it never happens because Mike Ashley is an irredeemable fat cunt who has nothing good about him, who used Newcastle to offset his own business debts. Um, he is everything that's wrong with fucking crony capitalism. He is a fat fucking drunk and, a, and an incompetent who has run a football team that should have been pretty easy to manage and pretty marketable into the fucking ground and turned us into a laughing stock. If Mike Ashley is selling us, I'd be dancing in the street. Mike Ashley will never sell. Never sell. We we have to wait until that fat cunt kills over and has a coronary in public. You understand? He'll never relinquish it. Never. So, it's a fake. It's a fraud. It's a, what do they say? A fucking fugazi. So, a fucking fugazi. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, back to, uh, back to talking about fucking this. You know, like, Hector's, like, too hard on himself here. Hector was one of the few same voices in the room about what way Optic had to go. And he's talking about how bad it is for the investors. If you're an investor in a project and a guy comes in, some slick guy in a suit and a fucking tie, and tells you, listen, invest in this and I'll steer us the right way. And you don't ask, what is your experience? Like, why should I fucking trust you with my money? Fuck you. Fuck you. You're an idiot. Fuck you. An infinite with idiots. They trusted in the worst elements. And every time Hector opened his fucking mouth and tried to tell people, like, we're fucking this up, nobody listened to him. So, like, Hector's too nice a guy. Because I'll tell you, fuck the investors for being dumb. Fuck all the yes men for being fucking yes men. And, uh,. Fuck all the people that you thought you could trust, Hector, who told you they'd do right by you, who didn't do right by Optic and his fucking fan base. Fuck them all. There ain't a fucking world on planet Earth that was worth this shit. And the only, the only positive that anyone should feel about it is, I hope you actually got fucking paid. And I'm worried that maybe you didn't get as much as what you should have done. Because now you're going to have to come back. If I wouldn't have kept quiet, if I would have done more than just black out my thing, I, I, you know, whatever. Because for what it's worth, man, these people are good people, yeah. and the the investors have lives and and, and 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 have zero to do with what happened. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel bad for them. Um, but you know, it, it's it's what it is. And there's a million other things that 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 can. That I can tell you that's that's led to where we're at today, but what's the what's the point? You know? <laughs> this is just your story, and this is just my no scope story. I mean, I, I said it in the flycast, but I mean, you know, buy TP a beer and towards banks, yeah. you know. And when he says he's like, I've never had a homie do me dirty like that. Oh, right. it happened. Yeah, where you mean I, I don't get it either, man. I don't. I don't understand. I can't believe we are here, dude. Right. Like in my my, my head. Yeah, this can't is the bit I wanted to play. believe that this is happening to Optic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like even as I sit here, like I understand everything, and I know every single piece of the entire puzzle, and I still don't know how, how it happened. Yeah. Where, you mean I, I don't get it either, man. I don't. I don't understand where people's 
where where some common sense went went. I, I've never seen people switch up the way that they have. Uh, I've never I've never had my trust in someone broken so hard. I, I just don't. It, it last year changed me for sure. Yeah, and I I don't know if it's for the better or for worse. But. You know, having talked about it right now, like I know why I'm so biased towards banks. Right. We're not going to get into that. Or maybe we will. I don't know. But, like, that's where they wrap it up, talking about the optic organization. Oh, so, yeah, let me uh, let me give you the other thing. So, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be good news. Um, I, a little, one of my little birds uh, told me that actually Hector and whatever financial conglomerate he put together were ahead on the bidding. And um, it was actually bad because there were a couple of board members over at uh, Infinite that were like, yeah, we know he's got the most money, but um, we don't want to sell to him anyway because we're pissed off and we're spiteful. And that's really bad because generally most people want to make the most money. So your spite and your pettiness doesn't matter. But I was then later told that's inaccurate and, and the source who came to me later is a lot more believable. That uh, Immortals just have way more money uh, than where Hector's at right now. And, um, you know, I, it, I mean, listen. I don't want to say this to Optic fans. Like, I don't want to be the guy to break the news. Hector's not getting Optic. He sold the brand. Uh he he got cut out he got fucked over but he's he i think most of you know i hope most of you know i hope this isn't bad news i hope this isn't telling kids santa claus isn't real but he ain't getting it there's no there's there's no happy ending in that regard unless there's like the fucking last second swoop where, where somebody comes in and gives hector like another 30 40 million uh, it's over. But listen, that that isn't the fucking end of the world. I hope you all recognize that, right? Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm I'm trying to think of an example of proportionate size. Um, it doesn't really matter actually with with this team because. You probably won't really care. But anyway, there was a team in the Premier League called Wimbledon. All right. And uh, Wimbledon FC. And in my footballing area, you got to go the fuck Wimbledon, Richard. You can't compare them to Optic. But let, let's, let me just tell you. in um, They were founded in 1889. 1889. They got history. They got fucking real history. What happened was they finally broke into Europe. They finished in the they finished seventh in the Premier League, and because of how it all worked, they got into Europe. Wimbledon, and they were a small team, and they were a team that was run. I think at the time they got in Europe, they were run by a Norwegian manager called uh, Jan Egel Ostenstad or something like that. But they were known as the Crazy Gang. They were known as a team that basically they couldn't play football they kick a long ball and hope one of their guys could head it down and the guy get on the end and they worked hard that was it they weren't skilled but they were hard workers so it's not like optics we all know optic is skilled 
But the point is that in 2004, they took a big money move from a big buyout uh, and they became the Milton Keynes Dons. The Milton Keynes Dons. Well, people didn't want them to relocate from Wimbledon to fucking Milton Keynes. So they created a new fucking team called AFC Wimbledon. And AFC Wimbledon, had to, they had to sacrifice their position in the league. They had to sacrifice the team, the players, the status, the fans, the advertising. But the hardcore fans went with AFC Wimbledon. And it took them years. But we're now in a position where AFC Wimbledon is in the football league. AFC Wimbledon is a recognised football team. And AFC Wimbledon is still true to the geographical area the team came from. And fuck the MK Dons, right? So, if it can happen in British soccer on a super small scale, let me tell you, it might be a rough year for Greenwall Gaming. Maybe you don't get Chipotle, maybe you don't get fucking Pepsi, maybe you don't love all these big sponsors, but you do have Hex, and you will have Hitch, and you will have all of those people behind the scenes that make Optic what it is, because they all love Hector, and you will get all of those top-level players, because Hector will probably personally dip into his own pocket to give them the contracts they deserve for at least one fucking year, and they all love Hector, so who gives a fuck who they play for if the money's right, so they're all gonna come out and play for him, and it's all possible. It is all possible. And meanwhile, Infinite are going to be, you know, they're going to have sold this fucking brand. And it's going to be a lemon. What's a brand without people who play for it? What's a brand without people who will fucking bleed to represent it? Nothing. It ain't shit. Um, and it's just another example of a big conglomerate company with too much money to fucking spend. Coming in. So I'm telling you. Hector, for me, this looks like a short-term loss. Hector still wins this long-term. He still wins this long-term. He makes his own org. Even if it's only Call of Duty-focused, he wins 100%. And I've said, if I get a phone call from him tomorrow, hey, Rich, I need to smoke with this org. I quit my fucking job. Again, don't give a fuck. Show it to whoever you want. I write a resignation letter. I do my 30 days. I transfer my visa. I go help Hector run it the end because you follow guys like that you know what i mean should, should we wrap this up and, or, or at least not on? while you know this thing is still going on yeah so it's uh it's it's one of those things where look the only thing we have in life is the people that we care about and that's something that you can count on that is true and optic for whatever it's worth is more than just a logo that's right you yes know, it, it is it is yeet. the yeet this thing this thing is only as powerful as it was because here we go love this of this because of the people these uh these were from an optic mailbox some dude made us uh lego remember this yeah because of that because of that just the people in it That's what it is. It's more powerful together, sure. Right. But 
me without. But this that. is just a, a symbol. This is a logo that we all got behind. But it is not a, a living thing that can communicate with you and tell its story the way that we can. It by itself will never be able to tell you the story the way that you told it. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. took Hitch to tell that story. And that's what that's what that's what some people just didn't understand. Yeah. So I mean what now? Do we even know what, what now we indeed? Know? So no. right now we don't know what now. We don't know what now. But I am I am glad that it's it's coming to where it's coming. Because I can't be in limbo that's the way that I've been. I mean, I, I'm just ready for, I mean, we've been, it's been in limbo the whole time. Even when we got the house and the vibes were high, I'm like, it's just a matter, I mean. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Like, we'll we'll get small W's, and even those have their own issues. But, man, I'm just, I'm just ready to see what happens and ready to see if I, I mean, if we have to go somewhere, where we're going, or what the fucking next move is, because... As long as we're in limbo, then we can't, like, we, we want to give, I, I just want to tell stories, and I want to entertain, and I want, you know, the, the close-knit supporter base that I've, you know, created with myself and with Optic and with TST that, you know, I, I want to be able to get to further that and to keep going and to move forward. And I spent so much of 20, 2018 reminiscing mm -hmm. that it just wasn't good. And 2019 is about moving forward. And I'm really excited to do that. Uh, I just, you know, I, I didn't think that 2018, I, I don't think, that, I, th I thought that was the lowest low. I thought that that's, it, it couldn't get any fucking worse. Right. But 2019 said, hold my beer. Trap this Hector video up. Not knowing what's, what's next sucks, especially for a control freak like me. Yeah. And I just know that unless certain things are done the way that we've been doing them for the last, yeah, Semler got wrecked years. regularly on, on, on the good studio, but that was the whole point. Finding well, Semler was, was part of the joke. But trust uh, me, it did wonders for his career. Yeah. It's literal insanity. Um, but, you know, like anything else, keep keep our heads up, keep moving forward, um, and just continue to be optic, yeah. re the real optic. And I love that part. Continue to be optic. The real optic. <laughs> this is actually a good still. Where he's scratching his nose. I'm telling you. Um, how this story ends. Guys. Like 100%. Uh, because Infinite is so dumb. And they're going to sell with the Immortals group. They are. I'm telling you. Like Hector is going to get him, uh, get a, a business partnership with somebody. Of maybe not the same amount of money. As Immortals Gaming Club. FC or whatever the fuck they're called, but decent amount, and he will create his own org. And again, I keep joking, call it Green Wall Gaming. I think calling it something like that would be the ultimate fuck you to Optic, but it doesn't matter. Whatever he calls it, it'll be fucking green and black. Believe that, and that's where we're all gonna go. All the fans of Optic, you know. I'm telling you, uh, I, I, you know, it might not be the most immediately catchy name, but but in the same way, like the comparison I used with Wimbledon and 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 uh, you know AFC Wimbledon 
and you know fucking what was it mk dons milton king's dons sometimes the name is only apparent to those who understand the history but like in five years it won't matter greenwall gaming it's not the fucking worst and if it ain't if it ain't a trademark term you should you know there's worse names out there great to see you by the way hitch man thanks for swinging by good people a lot of good people associate with optic going through a lot of tough stuff right now um none less than fucking hex because you will not find a single person here's how you know hex is real because when i talk about esports owners and esports managers you know they all come out and they go oh i'm like a christ-like figure and i'm a good guy and then you talk to a couple of people who work at the company and they tell you about the time you know chris badawi you know what i mean guys like this i've never found anyone in this business not even the people who are fucking him right now say anything bad about hex How's that possible? How's that possible? People say bad shit about me all the time. How's it possible? 